This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Just a couple of quick notes before we get out of here, and we will get to the the big elephant in the room, the pink elephant in the room here. Uh, just really quickly, DePoto show. We talked a lot about what DePoto kind of already insinuated on a show. So they're probably going to go with this five man rotation. And if you look at the schedule, it backs up what he's saying. There are particular days off that make the five man rotation. Not so daunting going down the end, maybe, you know, do a skip start. That would, I guess probably pertain to woo and maybe Miller, but, um, you know, this is maybe where you get to see a Thornton or a Weaver piggyback on, on Wu as well. So if we could see Weaver some more, you know, look how he looked like we just talked about that. That'll be pretty, uh, pretty helpful. Um, he also talked about, uh, Rojas, of course, why wouldn't you, he's got to feel really good about that trade. And I guess this is a guy that he's wanted to get for a while. He's here. I thought I was hearing crazy talks or you were microdosing mushrooms and super happy. You actually said to me, uh, you really liked Rojas's interview on Brock and Salk. Yeah. Um, they asked some good questions, but more importantly, uh, Rojas was just really candid and talked about, I mean, I like the behind the scenes things. I'm talking about what he, what Kim and his former teammates, when they play the Mariners, uh, thought about the Mariners and their pitching staff. They were wowed by them, uh, totally impressed by the starting staff. There was never a bad off, no matter what guy they brought in, whether it was a starter or bullpen guy after bullpen guy. Um, he talked about some of his um, uh, adjustments he was making before he got to the Mariners and then working with the Mariners and talking to them about things that he wanted to uh, continue to work on, but also was coachable to um, – the Mariners coaching staff, if they saw anything, I mean, it was just, he was really honest and gave some different answers that I really haven't heard. And um, I, I loved it. I, I, Rojas made the interview, but they asked some good questions. I'll give him that. Credit. Yeah. I haven't listened to that. I'm going to go listen to it. I have heard him in the post game. Seems very happy to be here. This is definitely a case of one of those resurrection gambles that went right. You know, yeah, yeah, you, you got it. You got it wrong on the other two, or three or four. That handful of them you tried to bring in here. Uh, this is the first one that's really popped back for, and I would say since Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana wasn't having a great year last year. He came here and you know was just a whole nother person. And we're we're getting that version that we've kind of asked for that of some kind of veteran to come in here and, and put it back together. And we're Right now, we're getting that from Josh Rojas. Yeah, and I won't spoil it for you, but he talked about what it was like to get traded. Um, he told the story of how it went down for him and and Canzone. It's it's cool. You guys, if you haven't heard, go to 710 and uh, go to their podcast page and check it out. It's it's uh, It was very insightful. 
Now I've heard everything, and yeah, quit listening to this shit. Head on over to Seven Ten. Well, yeah, Brock they're the sock. pros. Give, give Brock and Sock. How much did they pay you, Hannah? How much did they pay you? Uh, the same thing you pay me. <laughs> Damn, man! I didn't know they had money like that. Um, uh, another quick thing. <laughs> another quick one we already talked about it hancock shut down another piece of injury news that uh unless you're going digging for it and googling it uh jerry kelnick he's been out of the boot same answer from jerry uh foot still not healed he made that uh crystal clear and there is no timeline but he did say him and scott were talking about whatever timeline when whenever they put out this timeline he's going to probably beat it back so we're probably i'm guessing another four weeks probably till you see jared kelnick i'm thinking you'll see him with about 10 maybe 12 games left in the season yeah concern the i have the only concern i have is they say that the foot's not healed that doesn't sound good no. And that even makes, you know, getting somebody like Canzone, let's just, you know, knock on wood, he can keep it up. Uh, you know, you're starting to see a little bit of uh, uh, Cade Marlowe running into a little bit of wall. And now let's, this will be very interesting to see how Canzone goes because uh, Marlowe might have had just about as many games. They have about just as many games in the same area of games under their belts as pros so we're with rojas kind of picking it back up he's been a 245 hitter or something his entire career and he's had some good seasons he's resurrected what he was doing but he's only 29 as well yeah you know like you said with canzone and marlowe you they what they've shown you good approach good bat to ball skills make a lot of contact um have some have some power um, so that's really exciting. If they do have a little bit of a wall, they might hit, it doesn't worry you as much. Hopefully, um, that's not the case, but yeah. Um, hopefully that if, if they do struggle a little, other guys will be able to pick them up. Fortunately for the Mariners during the streak, everybody's been going good. You expect that to tail off a little bit. Hopefully it's not everybody all at one time and there'll be other guys to uh, be able to pick guys like that up. Yeah, but I am very much so anticipating his return. Um, you know, he was carrying the team through a dark patch there uh, offensively was the spark plug. But also now there's a bit of competition to get in there and play, which is always good and which is always healthy. It's worked for Pete Carroll Seahawk teams. Uh, there's nothing wrong with the Mariners having some depth, by God. You know, nothing wrong with that. No, I mean, I, the Mariners need Jared Kelnick, in my opinion, um, to be back and healthy. Uh, he is a, a good defender, good base runner. Um, maybe he's been able to watch these guys that have come up and be, been acquired and see how their approaches have been. Uh, yeah, Jared has carried this team uh, at times in the beginning of the year. He was absolutely the only one doing something for a while there, and uh you know, if I'm just hoping he's healthy, uh, obviously they wouldn't put him out there if he's not healthy. It's just weird to me that they say uh, he's out of the boot, but is he's not healed yet. So, but maybe this time you said for him to get out of the boot and rehabbing is the re and that's what needs to get him healthy. I don't know, but uh, 
So interesting way of putting it. I'll tell you this. I want him to get healthy, but listen, when he comes back, he's coming back to a different offense with a different mentality right now where he's not going to have to carry stuff. So just, if he can just do what he does, plays good defense, hustle, runs hard, uh, gets that big hit every fourth or fifth at bat. Um, we, we talk about depth. Some days, some guys are just going to have it. And some days, some guys aren't. So being able to go to your bench and bring somebody in, see if they can get it going instead of going like, Oh crap, who are we going to put in? Now it's, uh, you're sitting there anticipating what moves they're going to make next. And that's exciting. Yeah. It's just another piece on the chain. And uh, you just want Jared to just slip in there and be Jared from September last year, just fit in, Mm -hmm. help out and just uh, be a guy that can contribute. He doesn't have to be the guy, like you said. All right. Before we uh, get on out of here, we keep on saying that, but there's just been a lot of good fun stuff to talk about. Uh, Just so you know, if you're scoreboard watching this weekend and, you got somebody that doesn't know shit that comes up to you and say, well, who's, who do I, who do I want to win? Or you got somebody that's just a casual fan. Well, just educate them this weekend. You want the Detroit Tigers. Why do you want the Detroit Tigers? They're playing the Houston Astros. Uh, you want the Yankees against the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, the Tampa Bay Rays are holding down that number one wild card. And Hey, if you get the wild card, might as well get the number one. You get the home games. Uh, you also want the Colorado Rockies are taking on the Orioles. Just, they're just a team ahead of you. Uh, you want the Cleveland guardians. They are taking on the Toronto blue Jays. So that is a big game of interest. You definitely want the Cleveland guardians. You want the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're playing in Fenway, uh, this weekend. Uh, you, you know, Boston's right behind you, but just what two and a half, three games behind you. Uh, things can uh, change really quick and you want the Minnesota twins who are hosting the Texas Rangers in Minnesota. I think you got it covered. And of course you want the Seattle Mariners to take care of business against a tough Kansas city team that we saw hit the ball, hit even balls that were not in the strike zone. That were great pitches out of the park. They're always tough. They got Bobby Witt Jr., somebody that's just about on Julio's level, if not on the same level. These is one of the guys that's probably going to be the faces of the game with Julio. You always have Salvador Perez on the team, who's a Mariner killer. You go per capita, how many games he's played. You know, he's 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 trended in that area of the the Trouts, the Napoli's, the Palmeros. The Altuve's he's a, he's a, he's a Mariner. He's a Mariner killer. Just doesn't have as many games against the Mariners, but every time we see him, he's scary as fuck. Um, but the Mariners should take care of business this weekend. Hopefully at least getting two out of three. And the last thing that we'll talk about, we made, we saved it for last. Didn't want to kick off with it, but like I said, the elephant in the room, uh, why don't you let them know what's going on with, uh, our new Mariner for 2024 Shohei Otani. Yeah. You could look at it a couple different ways. He tore his UCL. Um, he's done that before in 2018, which is his tendon in his elbow. Uh, looks like he's not going to be having surgery at this time and he's going to play through it, but not pitch and just hit. So 
it's definitely going to shake up the free agent market as far as maybe which teams might be more in on him for price and uh, all things like that. Uh, it's it's quite shocking that it happened at this point, and it's too bad for him as a person. For the Angels, I could give a shit, but for him, um, I'm I'm saddened that he's uh, hurt himself and his pitching will be done for the year. Yeah, and I'm sure we'll talk about it a lot in the offseason at nauseum of what it's going to cost now. Maybe it's a contract that's two-sided that has incentives for pitching if pitching happens and something for hitting. We're, we're going to see that's going to be the big talk. We'll have endless amounts of information on all that bullshit. But the thing is, as of right now, he's still hitting, which means when they do come here next month, get down there and let's get that chant going again that come to Seattle. I know we shouldn't be looking at 2024 right now, but that'll just make for a good time. I think I'm sure it's going to happen. I've seen the shirts. I saw simply Seattle had some, had some, uh, come to Seattle number 17 <laughs> shirts. Uh, but yeah, it's, this makes things interesting. And also the only thing I'm going to say, and we'll talk about this a lot in the off season is now, if he's just going to be a hitter next year, makes a lot of sense, more sense maybe for the Mariners. He doesn't have to go out there and pitch. Look at our pitching staff could make it more of an attractive place. Yeah. I, I really got a lot to say on this and I know you'd be pissed because you want to get this wrapped up. So I'll zip it. You'll zip, you'll zip it. We'll, we'll do a whole nother episode on it. Don't worry. Cause you got a lot to say. It's going to be some opinions on it. It's going to be a, that should be your spinoff. I got a lot to say. Episode one, Otani. <laughs>